For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. This is the Janine Pirro Show. Now, here's Judge Janine Pirro. Welcome back to the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show. Joining us now is a political strategist and the founder and principal of GRV Strategies, LLC. Please join me in welcoming Garrett Ventry to the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show. All right, Garrett Ventry, good to have you with us uh, today, especially given the news of the week. Uh, This week, there was a dog and pony show at the Capitol where Hunter Biden was subpoenaed by the House, I believe, Oversight Committee, and he decided to defy a subpoena. But he went on the Senate side and made a statement. It was kind of like an opening statement where he said, I haven't done anything wrong and my father hasn't done anything wrong. And this is all about MAGA. So let's try to parse this thing out. The thing that I found most stunning was when he said, my father was not financially involved in my business. Now, that went from Joe Biden saying, I don't know anything about the business, to I'm not involved in the business, to his son saying he's not financially involved. And as a prosecutor, the first thing that comes to mind is, if you're qualifying his involvement, then what is the rest of the involvement that you're not admitting to? What say you, Garrett Ventry? That's right, Judge, and I appreciate you having me on. That's a very uh, interesting point that you just laid out there. I mean, there's a number of things that are happening there. You point out, and you point this out over and over again very smartly over the last few months, the shift in messaging from Joe Biden's White House. Like you said, it went from he has zero knowledge or involvement in Hunter Biden's business dealings to he was not in business with Hunter Biden. Now it's, oh, he actually didn't benefit financially. That's the next stage of this development here. And so we've seen lie after lie there. And there's ample evidence that Joe Biden had knowledge and was involved, right? We have firsthand witnesses. We have IRS whistleblowers. We have documents, bank statements that prove that Joe Biden was put on speakerphone on dozens of occasions that he attended dinner meetings, events with Hunter's shady foreign business clients while he was vice president. So we know he lied about that. The big question here, too, which is very interesting and the most disturbing thing of this all is, did he shift any policy to benefit the Biden family at all? I would argue that with the advocating of the firing of the Ukrainian prosecutor who is investigating Burisma, which Hunter Biden sat on that Ukrainian energy company getting $1 million a year, Joe Biden was charged with overseeing a lot of that policy situation advocated for the firing of that prosecutor who was looking into corruption at Burisma. That's moving and shifting United States policy to benefit Hunter Biden. As we all know, Hunter was getting a lot of pressure from his business associates to have DC deliver on that. And so again, there's a lot to unpack here. The second thing real quick that I would just point out is it's very interesting that Democrats prosecuted and, you know, referred Steve Bannon to the DOJ 
for failing to comply with the congressional subpoena. It will be very interesting to see if Merrick Garland treats Hunter Biden the same as he did with Steve Bannon or if they try to give him another sweetheart deal like they already attempted to in Delaware. Yeah, and in that regard, Garrett Ventry, from the time that Steve Bannon uh, decided not to appear before Congress to the time that he was actually convicted of contempt and he did go to jail, uh, was one year. So can you imagine the Department of Justice a year from a couple days ago this week putting Hunter Biden in justice for uh, in jail for contempt of a subpoena? And, you know, they can try to split the hairs and say, well, you know, they didn't have a real inquiry at that point, And so they didn't have subpoena power. They did because oversight has subpoena power. Judiciary has subpoena power uh, and his flaunting. Uh, the House and going to the Senate side to make a statement. As far as I'm concerned, he was putting up a middle finger to uh, the Republicans. And when Hunter Biden gave this speech and saying that the the MAGA Republicans are trying so hard to destroy me, uh, it really is, you know, kind of he's tone deaf as though forgetting about even going into Joe Biden and his father, the real issue is whether or not in violating uh, the tax laws and the foreign agent and money laundering and 150 suspicious uh, suspicious financial transactions, you know, he should be able to just walk scot-free. And he thinks that this is not about uh, uh, anything, any wrongdoing, that he's an innocent victim who is being tormented because he was a drug abuser. We're not talking about whether or not he's a drug addict. We're talking about whether or not he's committed crimes, whether or not he has used his father's name to benefit financially with foreign businesses. And the answer to that is clearly yes. And let's be real about this here. This is not MAGA Republicans who are just prosecuting him. This is the Biden Justice Department who is bringing charges against him, his father's Justice Department. So that this is somehow, you know, Republicans just bringing things out of thin air it's not. Now, Republicans have exposed a massive corruption scheme here. They've exposed uh, the Department of Justice trying to give him a sweetheart deal on, you know, the uh, tax charges on illegal possession of a firearm. They've exposed that and trying to give him blanket immunity for all future charges, probably to deal with what you pointed out very smartly, Judge, to deal with the Foreign Registration Act here, mm-hmm. acting as a foreign agent on behalf of you know, foreign countries and foreign businesses. And so that talking point that Hunter has done is just completely off base here again. Now, Republicans have exposed it, but it is his father's Justice Department and U.S. attorneys that are bringing these charges against him that he's facing. And, you know, but for that judge, Judge, I think it was Noreka, uh, you know, pulling the fact out of the plea deal that the uh, immunity in perpetuity uh, was in the gun agreement, uh, but for her identifying that, this case might have gone through. And once she identified what looked like shady dealings in that plea agreement, uh, they actually went to the Department of Justice. She said, has the Department of Justice ever done this before? And the prosecutor had to stand up and say no. So, I mean, they've been caught with their hand in the cookie jar. But I, I'll tell you what's frustrating is that we've had to add, 
uh, we've had to watch this thing play out in Congress as opposed to in the FBI and the Department of Justice. In fact, within, um, you know, the Department of Justice and the IRS, but for the whistleblowers, you know, and but for finding this this laptop, as, uh, you know, Miranda uh, has talked about with the New York Post, uh, Miranda Devine, uh, we would never have known about half this stuff. I mean, the, the, the circumstantial evidence and the com- com- compl- complementary evidence is in the laptop, and yet he wants to go there and complain that he's being persecuted. What I find amazing is that in the new tax indictment, a lot, the two years of tax crimes were committed after he admits that he was clean. So if you read his book, Beautiful Things, or whatever the name of it is called, he says he was clean in the years that the Department of Justice has been able to indict him. I think it's 18 and 19 for not even filing tax returns. I mean, how obnoxious and, and do you have to be to think that you can get away with all of this and then go plead that, oh, my God, I had problems and, and they're just trying to destroy me. And I haven't even gotten into the fact that Joe Biden, three days after they find out there's a problem, prosecutor looking to take down Burisma. Joe Biden flies out on Air Force Two and tells him, get rid of the prosecutor or I'm not giving you a billion dollars of American money and then admits to it in, in front of the American people. No, absolutely, Judge. And that is the most important thing there. You said a lot of very interesting things, but the most important one is, and let's not forget, it, it, it take a step back here in terms of the firing of the Ukrainian prosecutor and withholding aid. Democrats impeached Donald Trump for pointing out this corruption, right? (laughs) Donald Trump didn't try to benefit for his family. He didn't try to, you know, get anything for himself. He's frankly the only president who's literally lost, you know, his net worth has gone down since he's, you know, when he left office, all the other ones shoot up, right? Um, And so I think it's very interesting that he shifted policy, United States foreign policy, Joe Biden did, as vice president, so that Hunter Biden could continue to benefit financially and for his clients. That is major corruption of the highest level. And that's what House Republicans have uncovered here. And you're totally right. Without the laptop, Hunter Biden is the only person I know who's ever videotaped his crimes and documented them (laughs) and then dropped them off and then forgot to pick it up and didn't have a password on his laptop. I mean, it's absolute like bizarre stuff. You could not write the Netflix story to this, right? It's absolutely (laughs) insane. And so... A lot of this is like Hunter's documented his crimes, right? He exposed that Joe Biden was part of these meetings. There's emails, the vice president's schedule. There's all of these troves of information that are coming directly from Hunter. And so that is the you know most crazy thing here for Joe Biden. He's got to be, you know, I'm sure he loves his son, but the, the thing that's got to be really tough here is just that, you know, if he never drops off the laptop, you know, we don't know 99% of this stuff, right? Right, right. There's no question. Had he not dropped it off... Uh, and now he says it was stolen. First, it wasn't his. Then it was stolen. Uh, and uh, then he admitted it was his. And they used they used all of their contacts in the government to come out and say this laptop is Russian disinformation. And it really is incredible that they can say, uh, you know, the uh, the heads of all of these agencies uh, would be willing to say it's Russian disinformation when they knew that it was Hunter's laptop. And Hunter's uh, associates and partners were actually going into the White House and meeting with Joe Biden. And that is just amazing. And 
Joe Biden is communicating not only with Hunter, but with some of his partners under a pseudonym emails where he's using a different name to obviously hide the fact that he's communicating information from the White House to the business partners of Hunter Biden and all of the emails that say, you know, hopefully you won't be like me and you'll have to give half your salary to pop when he's communicating uh, with another family member. It is it is really pathetic. And yet Joe Biden is running around saying, you know, show me the money. Well, I think we've shown about 20 million dollars. Garrett Venture, it's great to have you on the show. Thanks so much for being with us. We look forward to talking with you again.